Welcome to Didache, where we are studying to show ourselves approved, rightly dividing the word of truth so we can worship God in spirit and truth, deepening our knowledge of God, thereby enabling us to deepen our love for God. Here is your host, Justin Peters. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Justin Peters. I hope that you and your family are doing well today. I want to thank you very much for joining me for this program. And I'm doing this program because uh, in the interview that I did with James Coates last week that I put on my YouTube channel, I noticed that some people in the comments were really pushing back against me uh, for the caution, I suppose you could say, that I had with Arthur Pavlovsky or Art Pavlovsky. He is the uh, one of the other now three pastors in Canada of whom I'm aware that have been arrested for holding church. And um, I talked about the direct contrast between how Art handled the police and the authorities there in Canada and how James Coates and his church has handled them. And some people really pushed back on me saying, oh, well, you've got to understand that Art comes from a uh, background in Poland where he has experience with uh, Nazis and communism, and that kind of excuses the way that he talked to them. And, and I don't agree with that at all. And so I'm going to, I'm going to say why I don't. And I, I want to give you, basically in this video, two reasons, two reasons that uh, I think all of us need to we need to we need to tap the brakes a little bit here with Pastor Art Pavlovsky. Okay, uh, one of them is the tone, of course, and we're going to look at some of that video and contrast it with James and Grace Life Church, but also not just his tone, but also his theology. Okay, so we're going to look at his tone and uh, theology. All right, so this is video from some weeks back when the police first came into uh, Pastor Art's church in Canada. Watch this. Please get out. Get out of this property. Immediately get out. Okay. Get out of this property. Okay. Immediately. Out. I don't want to hear anything. Out of this property. Immediately. I don't want to hear a word. Out. Out. Out of this property. Immediately until... You'll come back with a warrant. Out! 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 Out of this property! Immediately out! Immediately go out and don't come back. Don't, I don't want to talk to you. Not a word. Out of this property. Out of this property. Immediately out. I don't care what you have to say. Out! Out! Out of this property, you Nazis! Out! Out! Gestapo is not allowed here! Immediately, Gestapo is not allowed! Out! Do you understand English? Get out of this property! Go! So go! Go! And don't come back without the warrant! Out, Nazi! Out! Out! You understand? Nazis are not welcome here. Out. And don't come back without a warrant. Do not come back without a warrant. You understand that? You're not welcome here. Nazis are not welcome here. Gestapo is not welcome here. Do not come back, you Nazi psychopaths. 
unbelievable, sick, evil people, intimidating people in a church during the Passover, you Gestapo, Nazi, communist, fascists. Don't you dare coming back here. Can you imagine those psychopaths? Passover, the holiest Christian festival in a year, and they're coming to intimidate Christians during the holiest festival? Unbelievable. What is wrong with those sick psychopaths? It's beyond me. So there you saw Pastor Art calling those Canadian police officers Nazis, Gestapo, yelling at them, berating them, calling them psychopaths, uh, yelling at the top of his lungs. Uh, that's how he handled it. So I want to show you now how Pastor James Coates and his church handled the same situation. First, I'm going to show you a brief clip from the interview that I did with James and listen carefully to what he says about how his church handled the Canadian officers, the authorities, when, when they came to Grace Life. Watch this. Into uh, December, things began to heat up where media is just outside our church and, and videoing what's happening in our parking lot as people go into the church. And uh, AHS is coming to our services with the RCMP, which is our police uh, service in our, our region of, of uh, this province. And, um, and so we've got the RCMP and AHS in our building for our services to basically see what's taking place and gather evidence that's going to be used against us. And, uh, and, you know, we did our best efforts to honor the RCMP as they came into our facility. And so we would actually stand and applaud them for their, their services to our, our, um, our community and, we realize that they've got a tough job to do, yeah. uh, even though what they're doing right now, in my estimation, is outside the scope of what they ought to be doing. They shouldn't really be enforcing health orders. They should be um, enforcing against crime. So instead of yelling at them and berating them and calling them Nazis and Gestapo and psychopaths, they, when the Canadian officials came into Grace Life Church, everyone stood in a and applauded them. This was back in December. They applauded them, even though they disagreed uh, for the, the the reason for which they were there. They still applauded them and showed them their appreciation for the service that law enforcement does. So uh, now watch this clip. This is when the police and uh, a health official came to the service at Grace Life Church and tried to gain entrance into the service while the service was in operation. This was after uh, Pastor James had been released. So watch this. By so, you guys going inside, you would be saying that you're guilty of interrupting the worship no, service. No, I'm not saying that. No, but you're saying that you're that the public health orders override criminal no, I'm not code 176. That but that's why we can't let you in then, because the code 176 makes it illegal for you to interrupt a worship service. Mm -hmm. And our worship service has begun, mm -hmm. and we're stating that to you very clearly that your presence in this building will be interrupting our worship service. How so? Because your presence intimidates Again. our people. That's your perception. Have the authority to enter. So, are you saying so it'll be obstruction if it does 
come down to that. Yeah, no, we understand, okay. but we're saying the so, worship service has started in your presence. is an interruption in the worship service. And we're not going to go into the pulpit? Yeah. No, like, even, like I said, you guys have, it is a great intimidation to women and children, yeah, which, well, is an, which, which is a disruption. Yeah. Um, no. And again, that's your perception. So are you telling us that the public health orders override criminal code 177? I'm not here to debate that. Okay. I'm here to do a job under... Uh, but you house. entering the building would okay, determine again. that that is overridden. So now, see, we're getting into a debate. No, no, I'm asking and, a question. I'm, uh, I'm trying I'm not, to get I'm an not, answer. Again, I'm not here to debate those things. Those are things that okay. uh, can yeah. be debated in court. Okay. Uh, so, uh, and I'll let the lawyers and the judges make okay. that call. So okay. I guess, though, by so, you guys going inside, you would be saying that... You're guilty of interrupting the worship service. No, I'm not saying that. No, but you're saying that you're... that. The public health orders override criminal code 176. That but that's why we can't let you in then, because the code 176 makes it illegal for you to interrupt a worship service. So in case you're wondering why in December, Pastor James said that everyone stood and applauded the law enforcement officials when they came to the church, but now uh, they're not allowing them to enter into the church. Well, very simply, because back in December, this was well before Pastor James' arrest and before things got as serious as they did. So what we're watching now, this is after Pastor James' arrest and immediately after his release. So so the reality of of actually being arrested and actually spending time in jail behind bars simply for having church that reality had set in. And so immediately after Pastor James' arrest, I believe this was the first Sunday after his release, um, and, and you see law enforcement officials coming back to the church, obviously you're going to be uh, very nervous about that. But Canadian law actually stipulates that a worship service cannot be interrupted in progress, and their worship service was in progress. And so and so Scott Tucker and Rob Chamiak. Scott is a deacon there. Rob is an elder in training. Uh, Rob is the gentleman with a tie. And Rob, if I mispronounced your last name, brother, I'm so very sorry if you're watching this. But uh, these two brothers in the leadership there at Grace Life Church, they stopped the police officers and the health uh, official from coming into the church. And they cited the proper Canadian law. And so they had every legal right to do that. But notice the respectful manner uh, in which the these two brothers dealt with the police officers and the health official. They were very respectful. There's no name calling. They did not even raise their voices. They were very, very respectful. And our worship service has begun, mm -hmm. and we're stating that to you very clearly that your presence in this building will be interrupting our worship service. How so? Because your presence. Intimidates again. our people. That's your perception. Well, no. no How so? No. And again, so. it's not about perception. Our people understand that you guys. And again, we respect the work that you do in the community. Mm -hmm. We respect you as police officers. But in our worship service right now, people are praying. People are singing. People are listening to the word of God be preached. Mm -hmm. And they can't do that with your presence in the building. And with all due respect, the law has now put our pastor in prison. And so for the RCMP to come into the service, it is absolutely a disruption. We have seen the arm of law enforcement come against us. So to come in our building is absolutely intimidation at this point. That's why we can't let you in. But we it's hard, that's prayer. the issue we have is that there, there's prayer, there's singing, there's the moment people show up, 
the service has started I know the dynamic has changed a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know I understand. Because it, it went from we have it went from applause to now we're being told we're not so, so I understand I understand where the where the dynamic has changed because of the situation. Yes. I respect that. And I want to be very clear too, like we're when we say no welcome, it's, it's the interruption it's, of AHS interrupting our service. I'm not, that's not yep. welcome. No, I, no, I understand that. That's I, I, I want to be I understand clear on that. that. I, yeah. I know that's not how I meant to yeah. interpret it. That's yeah. I understand what you're saying. I know yeah. It's it's this is not a personal thing, it's a so our biggest thing is that you know our church a, a worship gathering consists of singing prayer preaching of the word hearing about Jesus Christ and the death and his death for sins for those that need to be saved yeah and fellowship uh, sacraments and those things those are all part of uh, our worship service and the moment people enter this building that service is started did you notice how Rob kind of slipped the gospel in there real quick <laughs> uh, well done Rob well done uh, you guys, I hope no. Don't he, he doesn't us. represent yeah, us. He yeah. is not. No, 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 no. no. And I think that's why they brought him. Yeah, because of stuff that they did. Welcome here. Uh, with them attacking the media. Yeah, yeah no, that was awful. And then posting it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, so that's why they're here. Yeah, and it's not good. Anybody was wondering here. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. Again, appreciate the willingness to listen and to hear yourself. It's all about compromise, right? Yeah, stick one of these. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, take care. Thank you, guys. Later. And that, dear ones, is how it is done. I was so very impressed by these two brothers, uh, Scott and Rob. They handled themselves so very well in a Christ-honoring way. They were firm. They stood on sound legal ground. They stood on sound biblical ground. They did not allow those police officers and that health official to come in and interrupt the worship service. Well done. They did exactly what they needed to do, and they were respectful. They showed these men respect. They were kind uh, no voices were raised. In fact, you see at the end, they, they did the, you know, the COVID uh, elbow bump, I guess it has uh, uh, replaced a handshake in, in on many occasions. But um, very, very well done. And those two police officers and the health official, they left and they had absolutely no reason to be offended whatsoever. In fact, you, I think you could tell they were not at all offended. So uh, very, very well done. Sadly, there was another opportunity for this kind of exemplary Christian conduct to be put on display. And I say sadly because uh, there was yet another Canadian pastor arrested yesterday, as of this recording, on May the 16th, 2021. And this is Pastor Tim Stevens. He is pastor of Fairview Baptist Church in Calgary. And he was also arrested for the exact same thing for which James Coates was arrested. Being a pastor and shepherding his flock and having his flock come together in corporate worship on the Lord's Day. Um, that's why he was arrested. And um, I do not know Tim. I've never spoken with him. But James Coates does know him and actually spoke on the phone with James Coates just a few minutes ago. And James tells me that um, Pastor Tim is a very good, faithful pastor speaks very highly of him and uh, sadly he was arrested for the same thing uh, as James Coates was and Tim is married and he has eight children eight children and uh, there's video of this and so I want you to see this and um, again note just the the manner the conduct and uh, watch and see how how in such a tragic um, event sad event they still glorify Christ 
it's, it's not the civil magistrate's job, uh, the government's job to regulate or restrict our worship. And so we're freely coming together, peaceful citizens, uh, to worship Christ because he is worthy. In terms of what that means now, I don't really know. The government has obviously uh, turned up the heat on churches, trying to discourage them from gathering together. I think they don't understand that Christians are committed to follow the Lord Jesus Christ regardless of the consequences. That's different. Injustice! Injustice! Adam Sos here for Rebel News with a troubling update. Pastor Tim Stevens of Fairview Baptist Church has been arrested for proceeding with worship today. For those of you not familiar with Pastor Tim Stevens, he's nothing like Pastor Arthur Pawlowski. He's a quiet, reserved man who is simply leading his congregation in worship. He didn't make this a large political deal. He wasn't uh, an outspoken opponent to the authorities. He simply wanted to proceed with worship. Well, in Alberta, in this day and age, apparently that is not to be tolerated. So he was cornered today after worship by a large police force, he and his family. I just got off the line with our videographer, K2, who was on the scene, and he told me it was the hardest thing he has ever seen. The family of Pastor Tim Stevens was weeping as he was hauled away in cuffs like some common criminal. This is a devastating and heartbreaking development. That is three pastors arrested in Alberta. Absolutely unbelievable. It's not the civil magistrate's job, uh, the government's job, to regulate or restrict our worship. And so we're freely coming together, peaceful citizens, uh, to worship Christ because he is worthy. In terms of what that means now, I don't really know. The government has obviously uh, turned up the heat on churches, trying to discourage them from gathering together. 
I think they don't understand that Christians are committed to follow the Lord Jesus Christ regardless of the consequences. Regardless of the consequences, indeed. And as I told Pastor James in our interview last week, and if you haven't seen that interview, I'll put a link down below in the description so you can watch that. Um, I told Pastor James that uh, your your children will never have your two boys will never have to wonder if mom and dad really believe what they profess to believe because they have seen it in action. And and sadly now, for um, Tim's children, eight of them, and I'm not sure of his wife's name. But um, uh, their children will never have to wonder if mom and dad really believe what they say they believe because they have, they've seen that belief fleshed out in action um, in, a, in a very painful way. But good on these brothers. Uh, they have conducted themselves in a manner that, is, that reflects well on their master reflects well on Christ. And, you know, you may, I know some have pushed back. Well, you don't understand that uh, Pastor Art has been through some very difficult things. And he's from Poland and he's seen Nazis and he's seen, well, he's not old enough to have seen, actually seen Nazis, but whatever. But, um, you know, his family has experience with Nazis. His family has experience with communism. I don't doubt that that is the case, and and I take a backseat to no one in my disdain for Nazi ideology and communism. Um, their godless ideologies are horrific and have killed millions, literally killed millions of people. But, dear ones, that does not give him or anyone else an excuse to ignore the clear teaching of Scripture. Let me share with you just a couple of verses, and we could cite more, but let me share with you a couple of verses. The first of these is Colossians chapter 4, 5 through 6, and I'll be reading from the Legacy Standard Bible. The Apostle Paul, writing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, says, Walk in wisdom toward outsiders, redeeming the time. Let your words always be with grace, seasoned with salt so that you will know how you should answer each person. What a beautiful picture of obedience, example of obedience to this text uh, these two men have provided, uh, and um, more men. You know, the, the Everyone from Pastor James and Pastor Tim to the leadership of their church, They've done a beautiful, um, um, provided us a beautiful example of living this out. That they are, they they walk in wisdom toward outsiders, and that's who these uh, police officers and health officials are. They're outsiders, and Paul says, "Let your words always be with grace, seasoned with salt." Their words were with grace, and so a a beautiful example for us uh, in of obedience to this text. 2 Timothy chapter 2, 24 through 25, the Apostle Paul writes, And the Lord's slave must not be quarrelsome, but be kind to all, able to teach, patient when wronged, with gentleness correcting those who are in opposition, if perhaps God may give them repentance, leading to the full knowledge of the truth. Paul says that the Lord's slave must not be quarrelsome, kind to all, patient when wronged. And I'm sorry, dear ones, but Pastor Art was none of those things. He was quarrelsome. 
He was not kind to all, and he was not patient when wronged. Was he wronged? Yes, he was wronged. Was he patient? Anything but. And I would I would ask you this question. Um, of the of the three different groups of police officers that came to arrest each of these three pastors. Pastor James Coates, Pastor Tim Stevens, and then Pastor Art Pavlovsky. Which of those three groups of police officers do you think will leave these situations and remember these encounters with these Christians? And which which of those three groups of police officers uh, do you think will have a more favorable view of the gospel and a, a more favorable view of Christians in general? And will will see uh, a true example of Christ and obedience to Christ and speaking the truth and love. I guarantee it's not going to be the police officers that came to get um, Art Pavlovsky or the officers that came to his church that day. It's not the day he was arrested. That came later. But I guarantee you, those police officers, they would have no reason to think very highly of Christians because Art Pavlovsky did not follow Colossians chapter 4, 2 Timothy chapter 2 at all. And and his family experiences from their days back in Poland doesn't give him an excuse to ignore these plain commands from Scripture. So uh, all of this to say, that is that is one concern. And I know people can get too hung up on being the tone police and all that, but friends, we have commands from Scripture. There, there are ways in which we as believers are to engage outsiders and even to engage false teachers. Uh, Paul says in Ephesians 4.15, we are to be speaking the truth in love. And some of you may have heard me say this before, and I'll say it again. When Paul says we are to be speaking the truth in love, that in love part is just as inspired and just as authoritative as the speaking the truth part. And if you can't speak the truth in love, then do God a favor and don't speak the truth until you can figure out how to do it because they're equally inspired. Now, speaking the truth in love does not mean watering down the truth. It does not mean we dilute the truth. We don't apologize for the truth. We're not sheepish and um, sheepish about the truth or, or act like we're somehow embarrassed by the truth. No, we speak the truth. We speak the whole truth. And we speak it firmly yet in love. And... um we have two really good examples of Christians under persecution doing this and one example of a professing Christian utterly failing at it. Um, now, I say professing Christian because that leads me to the second concern I have with Pastor Art. And that is a theological concern. His theology, well, it appears as though he is word of faith. Now, I've heard he's Pentecostal, but... Um, he, his theology is is word faith theology. Look at this post he had on Facebook. Uh, it says about a year ago. I don't know the exact date of it, but um, Art Pavlovsky says, "What a day! Twenty one souls came to the Lord." I'm always skeptical about counting such things because that strongly implies a, a raising your hand, praying the prayer kind of thing that I do not agree with. But that's another video, subject matter for another video. He says. We had a number of healings, and Jesus was 
tangible present. You could feel him. He was walking around us, touching all that came with his mercy, grace, and love. Huh? Friends, that's straight-up word-faith theology. A number of healings? Look, I believe that God can and still does on occasion heal people today, but only when it is his sovereign will to do so. It is not a common thing. I'm sorry, it's just not. And so whenever I see something, we had a number of healings, just kind of like, yeah, yeah, we had another a number of healings today. It looks like it's just kind of a, you know, an expected type thing. That's a big red flag. That's you're dealing with word faith theology. And he says Jesus was tangible present. You could feel him. That's weird. Um, yeah, you could feel him. He was walking around us. Friends, Jesus is in heaven. Okay, Jesus is in heaven. That that is straight up mystical word faith slash charismatics slash possibly NAR kind of stuff. So that is a massive red flag um, regarding this guy's theology. Massive red flag. If, if he is word of faith, and it appears as though he certainly is, then um, that that puts him outside of the bounds of doctrinal orthodoxy. Um, that's not the only reason, though, I, I have to think that he is word of faith. I've seen a couple other things, not the least of which is that just a few days ago, as of this recording, uh, Pastor Art went on the Victory Channel. Now, the Victory Channel is Kenneth Copeland's YouTube channel. It's, um, it is it is owned and operated by Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Kenneth Copeland, well, some of you may have heard me say before, I genuinely believe, without an ounce of hyperbole, I genuinely believe that Kenneth Copeland is demon-possessed. And so I am... To say that I am highly skeptical of anyone who would go on Kenneth Copeland's uh, YouTube channel uh, would be an understatement. That having been said, would I go on it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, I would never be invited, but if I was invited, yes, I would go on Kenneth Copeland's YouTube channel, but it would be the first and last time I would be on there because I would call him out as the wolf and charlatan that he is. But, of course, Pastor Art did not do this. Uh, there was apparently no problems at all on Pastor Art's part. Um, so that is, that's a big red flag. In fact, interestingly, in my conversation with Pastor James earlier today, uh, James told me that the Victory Channel, Kenneth Copeland, actually reached out to him too. Uh, they wanted to interview Pastor James, and Pastor James passed. He said, no, I'm not going to do that. And uh, when he told me I, that earlier today, I thought, now that's interesting. Um, so Pastor Art did because they're cut from the same theological cloth. But uh, James, no. James passed on that as he should have. So um, well done. So, dear friends, my concern, you know, I've seen a lot of, a lot of accolades for all three of these men. Two of them deservedly so. But I've seen some folks in in my theological circles, doctrinally sound uh, theological circles, commending all three of these men, and I, I really believe that that's uh, at least by the folks in, in in my theological camp, it's done in ignorance of who Pastor Art really is and and what he believes. So uh, this is not someone that we need to be commending now. 
Do I disagree with how he was treated? Yes. Do I disagree with him being arrested? Yes, I do. I do not believe he should have been arrested. But uh, before we start singing this man's praises, we need to tap the brakes here, okay, for a good reason. Not only is his conduct in his speech in direct violation of Scripture, his theology is bonkers too. If you think you can feel Jesus in a tangible way, walking around your little meet and greet, and if you're hanging out with the likes of Kenneth Copeland and having fellowship with someone like him or anyone in his ministry, that's not a good thing. Okay, dear ones, I think the contrast is pretty clear, is it not, between Pastor James, Pastor Tim, and then Pastor Art. All right. Well, dear ones, thank you very much for watching. Until our next time together, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of His Holy Spirit be with you all. Thank you for listening to Didache. We hope that you were encouraged and edified by what you just heard. If you have a question or comment for Justin, or interested in more teaching resources, or would like to have him come and preach at your church or conference, you may contact him at justinpeters.org.